tell me about it. <laughs> Welcome back, guys, to Tell Me About It. I'm Holly. And I'm Gemma. And this week we are talking about diatoms. Interesting. So I have no idea what that word or subject or object or anything means. So we're right. talking about it. So uh, this is all spiked from in about 2018. I saw a Netflix documentary with Will Smith. And, Perfect. Yes. Off to a good start. That's why it's semi-fat. Um, yeah, anyway, it was called One Strange Rock. It's Nat Geo's big thing about the earth. And the way that this episode or documentary or whatever was is that astronauts went and did interviews about the earth and yeah. it had like heaps of facts about the earth. Anyway, it's no longer on Netflix. But ah, controversial. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure you can pay to watch it on YouTube or um, whatever your heart desires. <laughs> it's just now much difficult to get. Anyway. So did you watch that? Yeah, I yeah. watched the whole doco. And That's I, cool. They do like a two-minute segment on diatoms and I was ah. just like, Tell me more. And so, tell me more than two minutes. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm going to tell you about it. I'm going to write you more than that. Yeah. All right. So diatoms are unicellular organisms mm -hmm. and they're um, microscopic. So that means, you know, obviously we can't see them with our own eyes. Mm -hmm. We're looking at very, very small organisms that are photosynthetic in the oceans oh. and any sort of water body. Yeah. Anyway, so the whole reason that um, Will Smith and his bounty of astronauts were <laughs> trying to tell everyone about it. His old pals. Yeah, was because you can see these algal blooms from the ocean and from space. So, oh like, as they're circling around and orbiting space, they can actually see these diatom blooms which are yeah. like these massive like um colors like splotches in the ocean so that... it's just billions of them collected yeah wow yeah so it's just like heaps and heaps of them they have this massive bloom and then it, they die oh in yeah. how long does it do they say no i don't think it's like i would say less than hours oh wow oh wow yeah, yeah. Okay. um so like their life cycle is pretty small yeah. um but they're like really 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 important oh and of course so, yeah i'm sure we're killing them <laughs> uh, let's not get it <laughs> um so they're like these diatomic blooms are like hundreds of miles in size and so that's obviously why yeah. you can see it from space and so um, it talks about in the documentary just like um, where they follow these diatoms that are in glaciers that are like frozen in glaciers. No and way. so like when the glaciers crack and yeah. fall into the ocean, then um, there's like these massive blooms of diatoms because they like get wow. into the ocean and then they can like yeah. photosynthesize and everything. Yeah. And so it's like a frenzy. And so that's wild. Yeah. And it's like, it looks like, you know, in geodes where you have like that nice blue green cluster. Yeah. Of, like, color. Yep. It's like that in the ocean. So that's it's pretty. all pretty. And they're like, oh, you know, whatever. And so in the video, they've got this chick who's looking at the glaciers and she's like, judging when they're going to crack and they i don't as a side note this isn't about diatoms but they put 
microphones in the water. Oh. And the way that they tell if the glaciers are about to crack is that you can hear them moving along the, like, oh. rock. And so they have footage of it, and it sounds like Rice Krispies. Like oh, it's just like popping. Yeah, it's like boop, 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 like popping candy in your mouth, and then she's Glacier like, talk for move." Yeah, she's like, "Go, go, go! Like, get away from there! <laughs> Remove all mics!" Yeah. And so then, when they when the ice hits the water, because it's been pushing along the like earth, yeah, there's heaps of nutrients in it, and so then that mm. it all like gets into the water and whatever and yes. so then you have these blooms um so once the blooms fade mm. the diatoms die and their bodies line the ocean like carpet oh and the carpet is like half a mile thick holy like across the whole like bottom of the ocean and they refer to it as marine snow wow and they've got like millions and millions of years of this marine snow that's added together to make sediment so that like paleontologists and whatever oh look through like fossils because that's the sedimentary yep. rock that's laid up. Yeah. yeah. And then they go, oh, like at this point, this is what those diatoms look like. And this is, and so like it's a big thing in archaeology and paleontology and whatever fossils. So do you know that when it goes to the bottom of the floor, if it just sits on top or if it gets, like, stirred up or...? I think it does because we use it for, Ah. wait for it, cat lady, kitty litter. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Only the best for my cat. (laughs) Let me just have these dead moneyed crustaceans. That's so funny that out of everything... We use it for, like, well, there's other uses, but when I read the kitty litter... (laughs) I was like, oh, she got love that. My cats get to poop on algal blooms. Yeah, that's it. And so um, another fun fact that I found when I was researching, like fun fact being in like bunny ears, um, was that the guy that discovered it Mm. in the 1700s wrote in because he was looking through his microscope at pond water and yep. then was like, hang on, there's these little like crystal structures over there. They must be nothing. Oh, wait, no, they're diatoms. He never actually like gave his name. Oh. And so historians refer to him as Mr. C. Oh. <laughs> so he's As like, in like the letter or like S-E-A? Oh, my God. I didn't even realise that when... <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> I just assumed it was like Mr. Clark or whatever. <laughs> just Oh, that'd be so clever if it was sea after the ocean. <laughs> I don't know. Like Mr. X. Yeah, I just figured it was like Mr. S or like Mr. P or That's whatever. That's so funny. And so it's like this anonymous person. I'm sure his name would be like Bloom or something. <laughs> yeah, like, and he just found like these little, because you remember what pond water looks like where you see the little yeah, like organisms little, yeah. moving around and so I just assumed that he was just a scientist that yeah. discovered something actually amazing and then just never got the credit for it properly yeah but that's so funny like, oh, if it's like Mr. C a play on words as far as the ocean <laughs> <laughs> we will never know but yeah anyway I just thought it was interesting that someone like found something so amazing and then gotten zero credit for it that's so funny. He was obviously looking for something else. And yeah, he was just like, <laughs> by the way, side reference. Yeah, there's these things that. So, 
he's not the one who found the diatoms. He found the blooms. No, no, he found the diatoms, like oh, the actual single wild organisms. So, like, he actually discovered them. He thought they were nothing, and then oh, he my was gosh. like, "Oh, hang on a second. I've never seen this. This has never been documented." Yeah, this is it. I'm like the grandfather of diatoms. You know how they talk about Darwin being like, oh yeah, the, the granddaddy of evolution or whatever yeah anyway this guy is single organism (sighs) this guy's got it anyway so diatoms are really really fancy and cool because they have their external structures are made of silica yeah so that's essentially for you know listeners at home their external structure is basically made of glass yeah that's crazy yeah and so the glass keeps all the cytoplasm side note cytoplasm's the jelly that holds in its like internal organelles or whatever of a single cell so it's because it's glass they can't grow ah and i thought it was so interesting because in everything it's talking about how they reproduce because there's like so many of them yeah and they just basically like split the external structure in half oh and then like make two daughter cells from it so the daughter cells are always smaller than the actual like original parent and then they do they grow to a certain point and stop or like they just keep getting smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller yeah well yeah and so it gets to a point where they keep like asexually reproducing so much that they then are too small to survive oh and so then they just die. <laughs> that sounds terrible. Yeah, it's just like they're like young or daughter cells or whatever. It's mm. always going to be smaller. But then they found some evidence of them like sexually reproducing, re- or reproducing. Mm. And so then they could actually like yeah, wow. grow or whatever. But yeah, because they're like basically covered in crystals. They're like, eh, eh. That's really cool though. They just split in half. <gasps> We want to talk about motherhood. <laughs> <laughs> Try being a dad. Yeah, that's it. So they're found in aquatic environments. Um, they're usually platonic, which is like they usually do their own thing, but they can also attach to like mm-hmm. sea floors and beds and coral and whatever. Yeah. Um, and then they thought that heaps of them would just move with the water. Yeah. And then um, they noticed that they could actually, like, move on their own. And they were like, how do they do that? And they end up, like, growing something out of their shell, which produces mucus. Wow. And all the scientists were studying it, and they couldn't tell why or how it moved. Mm. But they were like, we just know that we look at it, it moves, and there's mucus that comes out afterwards. (laughs) We're not sure what's happening. Yeah, and they're like there with their whiteboards and their strings trying to like connect <laughs> the things going. Mucus, move. I don't know. And so they were looking at it and I can't remember the words for the life of me right now, but it was like the molecules that we use mm. to move our muscles, they put like a hindering mechanism or like a hindering solution into this water that would stop the same molecules that we use and no then way. it couldn't move. So they were like, what? It uses like the same molecular, I guess, like system to move as humans. That's weird. Weird. That's weird. So weird. No wonder it's not on Netflix anymore. (laughs) They were like, she knows too much. much. (laughs) And we never heard from Demo again. (laughs) Oh dear. (laughs) She knows so much. (laughs) Um, So now without getting like too save the ocean um mm-hmm. 
the main thing about diatoms is that they are like a massive thing about the food web. So mm-hmm. they zooplankton feed on them and yep. heaps of stuff feeds on zooplankton. So yep. if they're not there in the ocean, then that's an issue. But the main thing they do is they do 20% of all carbon fixing. No way. In the world. That's yeah. trippy. Yeah. And so they fix more carbon than all the rainforests all together. Yeah. So they're like. Do you know how they do it? Through photosynthesis. Okay. Yeah. So because they're like, that's how they get their energy. Yeah. Um, they photosynthesize so they convert the sunlight and the carbon dioxide into yep. the oxygen and whatever. So is it just because that there's so many of them? Yeah. And they obviously work a little bit. Yeah. Harder than plants. Sorry, plants. <laughs> they are a plant. Do a better job. How dare you identify them not as a plant? They photosynthesize. Um, but yeah, they basically like the ocean itself is like a carbon sink. So like mm. it absorbs um, carbon dioxide and then converts it and blah, blah, blah. So like the ocean itself is a big one. Mm. But yeah, then these diatoms in the water because there's so many of them. Yeah. And they're all over the place then yeah they do heaps of the that's so carbon dioxide fixing yeah so they're sort of like really important yeah <laughs> that is really yeah that's really cool and so yeah um i just thought it was interesting that they are like more relevant and important than all the rainforests yeah all together but when i heard that fact i was like but was that rainforest now or rainforest <laughs> before before we killed <laughs> so many rainforests before urbanization yeah that's it because i'm like there was a lot of rainforests in like dinosaur times i feel like there's a big difference yeah that's it is it rainforest 2021 or rainforest yeah. like 1700s and i wonder if there's any link with them having to work overtime whether they reproduce more or yeah, I don't know. Like if there's more blooms or... Yeah, I don't know. Or, like, the blooms are shorter-lived or something, yeah. like, because... Yeah, That's I don't very know. interesting. Yeah, and so I thought, oh, dear. And so um, <laughs> when the glaciers and whatever, they crack, then it, you know, puts heaps of them into the ocean. Yeah. And then it fertilises the ocean, which allows um, everything to grow. Yeah. And so they're and supposed nutrient. to be like the good algae, the algae you want, not like the blue-green algae that yeah. kills everything. Yeah. I remember going to Tasmania and we used to swim in this gorge and we went back there recently and there's Lee Science being like, don't swim here. Algae sounds all right. Yeah. Not the blue-green. Yeah, that's it. And like sometimes you look at, I remember there was somewhere on the coast, there was like this big quarry that we like was shut down or whatever and one day we all went there as a group and um like everyone was like i'm gonna swim in here and i was like i (gasps) think you probably shouldn't it It looks really blue and enticing yeah it was like perfectly (laughs) blue like the most like baby blue and then your skin fries off yeah and i was just like "Mm -mm -mm." and they're like Gemma, you're being such a baby like just get in and i was like um can you see any animals drinking this i think not what are all these signs and high fences for (laughs) and then they were there like covering themselves in mud and i was like <laughs> Don't touch <laughs> it. No, from me. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I was like, <laughs> some algae's good, and so, so these ones. Good. Yeah, like the diatoms. Heaps of people <laughs> when you like Google them. There's heaps of stuff about aquariums because people are like, how to produce the best diatoms for your aquarium and stuff. Oh, so like 
normal people give a shit about it and not just um, Aquarius. <laughs> just fish people and will smith <laughs> and will smith and some um, astronauts. astronauts so yeah that's my little fun fact about diatom so what color is it when they see it from space like blue blue oh, green so yeah. like it's like a really vivid blue color yeah. like a bright did they say that they knew what it was when they first saw it I think so because there's been heaps of research. And I suppose they're astronauts who are incredibly smart. <laughs> oh, that's very assumptive of you. <laughs> I would be like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> I would just never get into a ship ever. <laughs> okay. not... Any ship. <laughs> <laughs> just a titty. Not a belt. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't want to go to space, Iwis. <laughs> It's a no from me. Yeah, it is a, such a no from me. I'm just I think like, I'd love it. Really? I think so. Mm-mm. I always yeah, dream no. about it. but then I'm Really? Like, I know that there's more to it than just, like, putting on a spacesuit and going up there. Like, I know that there's training. And but like, my brain can't fathom it. Incredible muscle recovery required when you get back. And you can't do anything. As in, like, you can't wash your hair normally. You can't, like, eat normally. Yeah. I don't know. I just think you about Planet of the Apes like where being I'm like, attached to something. Do I have to sleep for 40 years to look 20 years older? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, just all of it. Just the fact that you have to get into a machine with like that much fuel and then set it on fire. Like, and hope for the best at takeoff. <laughs> yeah, you're like, okay, I'm just going to break through some atmospheres. And, and then, then you like, come back whilst your ship falls apart. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Let me just... Hopefully they find us and the GPS tracking is working. And the ocean is big today. <laughs> and oh. there's not a diatom <laughs> where I'm going to get some weird algal infection. <laughs> um, I feel like there's more facts, but I can't remember any of them anymore. They can't be that important. Oh, my God. Don't tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> not the blooms. You're back. Not the diatoms. They're really They're very cool. important. Yeah, they're so important. Save diatoms.com. <laughs> Run by (laughs) (laughs) So that's my diatoms. That's very interesting. Thank you. Just a little few fun facts about some unicellular organisms in the oceans around you. Just if you think you're in a pool of water with nothing in it, you're wrong. (laughs) You're being hugged very lightly (laughs) by diatoms. By diatoms. (laughs) You want to drink some water from that (laughs) boar? Go ahead. Have some diatoms. There's now silica in you. (laughs) That's it. You're essentially drinking kitty litter. (laughs) (laughs) This is factual. So thanks for joining us this week on Tell Me About It. Uh, next week will be Holly's turn and she's going to tell us about dental implants and more specifically cadaver implants. Sounds disgusting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for joining us and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.